Bandwidth for Erratic Awakening is provided by Power Exchange Summit, a celebration of all things Power Exchange. June 1, 2, and 3 in Columbus, Ohio. Classes, workshops, and educators, social spaces, and fun. We're building a place that allows for people who are in all kinds of power exchange relationships and come from... That accent just went from Indian to Russian to <laughs> Scottish somewhere in the middle of all that. What the fuck was that? Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. So you were just uh, explaining to me that it is actually not, <laughs> it's pronounced cuckolding? Cuckolding. 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 There's no H. There is an H in the spelling, but I was told there's no H in the pronunciation. So it's cuckolding. Fortunately for us, <laughs> we don't know, have to know how to say it. We have got somebody we were interviewing today to talk about yes. the fine art of cuckolding. Cuckolding. Which um, I would be lousy, or you would be lousy at. Both of us would be It just wouldn't work for us. So, and and uh, we did ask him a couple of questions about that, about how uh, uh, if it was possible to flip the genders and and things like that. So now, see you. See, they'll have to explain what cuckolding is. But uh, I mean, you like to watch me with other people, mm-hmm. which is kind of a basis of that. But. Um, you usually find the people for me, which is not the basis of that, and and then you give direction. <laughs> I don't think that's that's that far from. Well, we'll get there. We yeah. have an, an interview yeah. with people that actually do the do the cuck old holding. It's the humiliating part that <laughs> we wouldn't follow. We get into the sensual humiliation though. Yeah, <laughs> still a little different. I don't know. We might be more cuck holdish than we think we are, or puss holdish. Okay. Okay. All right, I let's don't just know. move on. We'll get there in just a moment. Uh, before we get there, though, we have a couple things we want to mention. For example, mm-hmm. uh, I want to start off by saying um, Elvin uh, is a female in London. Yay. Okay, I just want to get that out of the way. We, we, we have to make those apologies and corrections uh, quite, quite a often. bit, don't we? And the, the, the problem is that I have to admit, and this is terrible for people that are educators like ourselves and we are actually Mm -hmm. quite active in a variety of gender neutral and gender queer and gender interesting communities i shouldn't be making assumptions but i made the assumption and i'm Mm -hmm. 0 for 2 on that so far so (laughs) elvin unfortunately elvin did post uh pictures of at least i assume that her boobies and chocolate (laughs) although i did not actually see her boobies but i did see chocolate shaped boobies which is almost good enough (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that's that. Uh, that's that. Yeah, we have actually had contact from a couple of listeners 
So over the last week or so. And as a matter of fact, since we're talking about food and boobies and listener contact, let's go ahead and knock this out. It just so happens that, well, I'm not going to tell you about it. I'll just play it. Here's a little two-minute audio clip. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. Luckily for us, uh, we get to stop in strange hotels and meet strange people as they travel through our neck of the woods. Our favorite Canadian stalker, Sue, <laughs> has invited us. What are you pouting for? No, it is not Sue and Andy. Andy is doing some kind of work thing. No, he's in San Antonio. We left him in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> they left him in Texas. I don't want to know what he did to be left in Texas, but that's fine. <laughs> so uh, we've got to uh, spend a couple minutes, break bread, and... Meet a couple new stalkers. Meet a couple new stalkers. Yay. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? I don't know. What names you want to use? Sure. I'm Rick. And I'm Liz. And uh, Rick and Liz are uh, not only famous for... Oh, matter of fact, Liz is the first person that sent me boobies that had food on them. Nice. That had food on them, he says to disbelieving Sue. <laughs> Next and time... We'll back to, why are we not friends? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, um, had we been recording a podcast, show notes would have been that condoms prevent colds. Yes. And um, Salt in the wounds. Salt in the wounds is a good thing in replicable replicable ick. Reciprocal ick. Reciprocal ick would be the episode <laughs> name, I think. And can I just add that you can get crabs from a toilet seat and any gas station that looks like clerks should not be entered. Also, uh, and, and thank you for coming to visit us in our hometown the city of Columbus, Ohio, and finding the worst part of it right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> we normally hide that part from the uh, out-of-towners, but, but thank you. And, and the in-towners. That's where it came to us. So Aww. Aww. Very sweet of you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Our great thanks to Sue and Liz and Richard Rick. for coming mm -hmm. to visit us, in, or well, coming through Columbus and allowing <laughs> us to visit with them and paying for pizza, which never Ooh, is a bad thing. yay. So it was yum. I, I had yogurt. I can't have you pizza. Have yogurt. <laughs> and Liz, I'm looking forward to seeing how your back is healing. Ooh, I bet it's going to be fantastic. That would be an awesome picture. So uh, other than that, um, I did want to mention that, um, you know, so here's a little caveat, a side note. Okay. Um, I recently read uh, wrote to... Um, some friends of ours who just competed in the Master Slave, mm -hmm. International Master Slave Contest. Right, you and I have been there and have um, succeeded at not winning that <laughs> prestigious title. And uh, we actually had two couples, friends, that had run. And we were, I wrote both of them, who and both of our friends did not win. And just wrote and touched base. Losing a major competition, which you spend anywhere from a month to six months to more than that, preparing yourself for mm -hmm. and getting ready for. It's um, it's quite daunting to have your entire region and community to give you the support and financial support oh, and emotional absolutely. support. And you take all mm -hmm. that and you go up there and you fail to bring back the prize. Even though I'm sure they did their best. Mm -hmm. I've heard great things about both of them from mm -hmm. people that did go. So, you know, they, they did their best. And still, there can only be one winner right so 
I was trying to find another way to put that because they say we're all winners, but no, yeah. there's only one person that goes home with the patches. <laughs> I, I still don't have a uh, international master slave vest in my closet. Exactly. So whether exactly. we're all winners or not, though, though they are winners. So how's this for a segue? Mm. Because those two couples that did go to international and did not come home as winners are still winners because they get to present at <laughs> <laughs> the Power Exchange Summit. As it happens, we will have a, uh, a number of um, title owners mm-hmm. presenting at the Power Exchange Summit. And that is one aspect of the Power Exchange lifestyle that we want to make sure that we represent, but more so um, people that are just committed to the lifestyle. Right, That's, right. Um, you know, and, 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 and there, some of these guys are just very good presenters. We've mm-hmm. seen Namaste and a Master Obsidian presents uh, a few times now. And dance. And <laughs> well, that seen, was Namaste. I haven't seen Obsidian <laughs> dance. That would be something. Um, as, and speaking of those title contest things, you and I will be going to the Great Lakes Leather Alliance uh, August. in August. Mm-hmm. And I was actually asked to sit on the panel of judges. Yay. So that's always a crazy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll be so handsome. You'll have your cover on and your leathers and... Thank you. Uh, probably not really why I'm on there to judge. No, it's not, but I'm going to get pictures. I am going to, though. I'm quite curious if any of the... Uh, uh, there's a, at least two, if not three, couples that are running for the Master Slave title, which is the title I'll be judging. Oh. Curious if any of them listen to the podcast. Yes. That yes. would be worth a brownie point or two. That would be. That would be. <laughs> uh, I do want to mention the people that I've spent a lot of time working on the podcast, or I'm sorry, on the webpage where the podcasts live, eroticawakening.com. <laughs> and what I did was I built a tag cloud. Ooh, Ooh Mr. Technical. Yeah. So the tag cloud allows you, like, let's say, for example, that you said, oh, Great Lakes Leather Alliance or leather or titles. Well, I'm curious about that. And now all of our episodes of the podcast or any other posts that we've put out there, because I'm starting to use a little more like a blog, mm-hmm. uh, you can find the cloud for that or the tag in the cloud that will tell you all about it. So, for example, if I click on the ringtone tag <gasps> on the cloud, it takes me to this and then I can press the- <laughs> and get the <laughs> bungee created. You played that this morning and I was like, who's in my house? <laughs> The uh, Bungie created <laughs> ringtone on the Erotic Awakening website. Or you can do all kinds of things with the fun tag cloud. So I want to mention that, that it makes it easier for people to find <laughs> things. Like they could click on the uh, Beat Me St. Louis tag mm-hmm. or the Big Fatty tag or the BDSM Ooh. tag. Yay. So that's worth mentioning. It, while you're out there, um, you can use that contact form to get a hold of us if that is your desire. Mm-hmm. And or, some people have. They have indeed. Mm-hmm. Or they can contact us in a variety of other ways, such they as. They can. They can email us at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. So, or Twitter us. What are we on Twitter? Dan and Dan Dawn. And Dawn. <laughs> uh, so that's that. So, uh, hi, We're Dawn. just cruising right along. We got new show notes, and you're just check, check, check. <laughs> so, well, I've tried to mention the comment form a couple of times because we had a comment by Marie. And um, she actually wanted to know, I just wanted to get this info out there, even though it's not really info. (laughs) She wanted to know when our next books are coming out, that she just finished reading uh, Living MS and um, Sex Stories and Power Exchange Mm -hmm. and wanted to know when the next book's coming out. And it's like, 
Um, I don't know. Because <laughs> we, we got nothing but time. Exactly. So now we've got um, we've got a couple of ideas, and we've got one that's almost finished. And you know, we'd like to do a part two of the first book, and you know, and things like that. We've got ideas. We've got some some stuff started, but with the power exchange, you know, summit coming up in June, that's taken up a lot of our time. Um, you know, the podcast, and do you want me to mention the other two projects that just came about on Friday? <laughs> we have new two new projects. Well, what are the we two did new projects? we did our first uh, Playboy on Sirius XM Friday. We did not do a Playboy spread in the magazine no. Playboy. Ah, oh, damn! For clarity, no, sake. we didn't. <laughs> so uh, we have introduced our new Sirius or our uh, satellite radio radio show yes. called Kink You. I love it, Kink You. We spent an hour talking uh, about some basic BDSM terminology, mm-hmm. some basic some stuff that. People that are new to BDSM might be interested in. And right. we fielded some calls as well. We did. So we covered a lot of vocabulary and, and the calls. Kind of funny. They were all guys. <laughs> they were all guys, yes. <laughs> so is it all guys that listen to it? I don't know. I don't know. It'd be nice to hear some girls. The guys were quite interested in making you a mistress. They were. We talked about how I was a... a we, we use sub and slave interchangeably, even though... Because slave to, to newbies can, can be a little uh, wonky for them. So we, we kind of used it interchangeably. But, uh, you know, we explained how I was this and you were that. And, mm-hmm. You know, and, and we still had the guys calling in stating, um, I want Dawn to be my mistress. And me going, that probably wouldn't make you very happy because I'm not wired that way. And one guy's response was, oh, well, you can be my slave. <laughs> I'll be the master. <laughs> and that was interesting. It was, was, interesting. It was, it was interesting. Uh And then one of the, one of the people that wanted to uh, you to be their slave was a caller. Uh, and we said, oh, well, caller, what would you do if Don was your slave? And he said something like, I would make herself my cock. <laughs> and I was like, well, on satellite radio, and we're getting cybered. I don't know if I am being, uh, if this is a good thing or not. So, but we turned it all into learning lessons. Oh, so absolutely! It was good. It was good. It was fun. It was. It was neat to have. Um, you had the connection with California, our contact mm-hmm. in California, that was running the show. You had a connection with him through chat. And um, so it was neat to see the little line come across. We have blah 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 on line one. Yes. So you and I could slow down and say. Hey, we have blah, blah, blah from New York on line one. What's your question? It was just kind of neat. <laughs> it was a very, very neat experience. And we'll be doing that semi-regularly over the next mm-hmm. upcoming months. Um, I think four weeks or so from now is when our next one is. We'll make right, sure we announce it on right. the podcast and such. Uh, thank you to Master Camelus, who mentioned on Twitter, thanking God himself <laughs> that we had made it to Sirius Radio. And he mentions he's met his girls at munches, and we did talk about what a munch was. Right, because so, someone asked us, um, where do you meet these people at? Right. So, you know, we're like, munches, munches. But uh, then we had to explain what a munch was. But uh, that's okay, we did. We covered a lot of vocabulary, so yay. We, um, found, uh, on last week's episode, we mentioned something along the lines of, uh, if you're an international listener and you're coming to Power Exchange Summit, we're going to cover your hotel. <laughs> that, that is now over. 
that is over. Well, why is it over? Because we somebody somebody took us up on that and took the exactly. hotel. Exactly. They're from. We said what overseas and Canada doesn't count. <laughs> Much to the annoyance <laughs> of the Canadian stalkers. <laughs> and you know, we I tell you, we did the one event up in Canada, Lupercalia, and we ended mm-hmm. up with so many friends from we that did. event. It was so fantastic. Um, many of them coming to the event, mm-hmm. um, and they've just been so supportive and and so wonderful. Uh, Nick's just wrote me from, and that's not even on our little show notes, but Nick's Mm-mm. from Canada just wrote mm-hmm. and said, you know, I hope, look forward to you coming back to Lupercalia. Until then, I'll stay, we'll stay connected via the podcast. Nice. So that's fabulous. And then we have uh, two more that, that were, uh, they're making stuff for us for, oh, yeah, yeah. for PXS, for the Power Exchange Summit. So we'll have to, when that comes in, we'll have to, to show it and put a link on the website because they're beautiful. And I guess I, I um, do want to plug the Power Exchange Summit at powerexchangesummit.org real quick. Um, so that's that. Um, and then a link to the Sirius oh, sure. show. That's on the website, too. Yep, that is out there at KinkU. Awesome. So, but, but guess what else we started Friday? We almost forgot to get excited about the Playboy Radio Friday that we were doing Friday night because of something else that happened Friday. <laughs> I signed a lease on a new office. Yeah. We now have a new studio. So we've been looking for a while for something that would work, and it dropped into our laps. So we have, uh, so the Erotic Awakening podcast now has its own studio, as well as office and community space and other things that we may do with it, but we do have our own studio now. And it's freshly painted. (laughs) It took me three days, but... (laughs) It's freshly painted. So with some help from others and people stopping by to say hi. So that was nice. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. On March 24th, join Adventures in Sexuality at March Madness here in Columbus, Ohio, the hottest party that has absolutely nothing to do with basketball in the nation. Find out more about Adventures in Sexuality at adventuresinsexuality.org. So that's that. Dawn, what else we got going on? I tell you, you're not going to like this one. Uh-oh, I'm not going to like this one, huh? I went out to the iTunes the other day to see how we were doing on the whole rating thing. Yeah. Um, apparently, um, Kevin Pollock, who I listened to the Kevin Pollock mm-hmm. chat show, he started a new podcast where he pretended he's Christopher Walken for an hour. And it was getting great <laughs> ratings. Right. So I went out there to see how we're doing, and we have uh, a number of good ratings, a number of great ratings, right. but we got our first one star rating one on the old star. iTunes. Did they say why? No, little bastards. They just put it one star with no reason? Yes. So five stars, of course, in iTunes means right. you're doing a great job. One star means you're horrendous. And somebody went out there. They took the time. I appreciate them taking the time to go out there and say that we sucked. Huh. Without actually telling us why we, we don't sucked. really have, like, any competitors, do we? <laughs> we have. You'd be amazed, and our podcast listeners might notice how many podcasts are out there that kind of have a similar look and feel to the E old erotic oh. awakening. Oh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Although on the other hand, uh, I don't know if Grey Dancer, whose podcast just turned seven the other day, looks at wow. us and goes, a bunch of 
youngsters. <laughs> the other day he told he me did. to get off his lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's a good way to put great answers. He told yes. you to get off his lawn the other day. <laughs> so, uh, podcast listeners, we would ask that you head out to the iTunes and try to um, uh, compensate for that, <laughs> for one, that star, one star. Bring our ratings back up. After all, we are still rated lower than the podcast 10 Heads on a Woman. Which is quite scary. That we're we're rated with... lower than yes. heads on a woman. Um, <laughs> now, and it's, it's an, okay. And, yes, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but we do hear from podcasters or listeners that seem to enjoy the podcast. Oh, For absolutely. example, recently Kat mentioned that they feel connected to other kinksters through the podcast. Aww. So Kat, you keep listening. And I hope you're not the person that... Um, did a one star. The one star. As a matter of fact, in the vein of those that listen to the Kevin Pollock chat show, they'll understand this comment for the person that gave us the one star. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so um, maybe they thought one was a five. Maybe they did. <laughs> I, would be, I like to look at the bright side. That's good. That's because you're sweet. Aww. I know. You know what? No, I do want people to go out there and give us honest feedback. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but it's. And, you know, I have this bad habit of every time somebody writes us, and if it's something a little negative, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I think there's too much music in the beginning of the show. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm wiping out all the music in the entire show. <laughs> now there's no music. Yes. So, but we have been known to, um, I mean, if, if, you know, if anybody has anything that they want to say about it that they think can be changed or make it a little better, let us know. We do the same thing with presentations. Oh, We'd yeah. love to hear the great stuff. But when we hear the, um, the stuff that didn't work for somebody, we've taken an honest look at the presentation to see if it needs to be tweaked and we've left something out or right. need to change something. And sometimes we leave it the way it is because that's our voice and our experience. Yeah. So and and we're pretty good at taking criticism, mm-hmm. I think, and taking it in the right vein. Yes. So feel free. Um, I withdraw my go fuck yourself. <laughs> Keep coming back. If you'd like Keep the opportunity to um, <laughs> criticize us or critique us in other opportunities, coming up, uh, we have an MS chat. We do in two Sundays. Yay! This Sunday. Oh, this Sunday. This after, Sunday, yes, sir. So after you've rested up from your uh, night at the. Uh, March, March Madness, Madness party uh, you can come to the MS chat and it's just people sitting around talking mm-hmm. about MS in a casual atmosphere talking about how their power exchange works right. as a matter of fact we should change it to the power exchange chat not just the MS chat I would like that well let's do that that would be great and um, apparently the Eros gathering is marching on it is so um, we started the Eros gathering because we have uh, people around here still interested in sacred sexuality. We started Path of the Kadishti quite quite a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a few years ago, and then got too busy, so gave that to two of our students who have done really really great. But uh, they've taken it to other cities, and we still have people in Columbus interested. So we um, created a. a good casual group i was getting ready to say a Mm loosey-goosey type of group (laughs) and i was like what the hell did that come from so a casual type of group and we're going to bring in some um other people that that uh, practice sacred sexuality as well we've already Uh had two meetings and um we've got some people lined up to talk about how they do sacred sexuality so Mm -hmm. you and i get to sit and listen a couple other people as a matter of fact Mm -hmm. yeah um so it'll be great. So and that's going to be uh, so. So the new power exchange chat is going to be at our new space, and mm-hmm. this is going to be at our new space. And what we'll do is we'll create events on FetLife and 
if you're local or willing to travel because we've got some other ideas coming up as well. And speaking of travel, we won't plug that. We are uh, leaving for Beat Me in St. Louis in a week. We'll be there at the end. Yay. I did just see, though, uh, I just saw today posted, sale ticket sales have ended. If you don't have your ticket yet, you're fucked. No, but do you know what? I just had to write myself a note. Mm-hmm. We still have to go. We can do that this weekend. We have to go Nerf gun shopping. Oh, yeah. They're going to have a Nerf war That's in the true. dungeon during the afternoon. <laughs> it's funny. We just talked about, I think, two episodes back about dungeons and dungeon etiquette and that kind of thing. Right. Nerf gun war is not Nerf quite, gun was not didn't on come there. Up, didn't no, come up. No, no. It's my dungeon. I'll make the rules. <laughs> um... So that's it before we get into the cook holding. Well, I don't know. We had someone with a question about play party etiquette. Now, we talked about dungeon etiquette. Did we want to mention a little bit about play party etiquette? Sure, why not? Um, why not? I mean, because I could sum it up in a couple of sentences. So, so the, or the question that was asked is, can you tell me something, the basic play basic party etiquette? Basic play party etiquette. And mm-hmm. um, when we think about play, basic play party etiquette, I think... You could say this counts for uh, big dungeon parties mm-hmm. or small house dungeon parties. Mm-hmm. Same etiquette? Yeah. I, okay. I well, think we'll so. Sum it up in a some, couple words. Some of the basic say. stuff anyway. Don't touch anything that's not yours. Either. People or, or toys right. or clothes mm-hmm. or equipment or anything that's not yours. <laughs> um, equipment, I will have to qu- quibble. Well, that is true, but... The big stuff like a spanking bench yeah. and all that, that's there to be used. Right. That's, okay. That is true. But you don't want to butt into space. You don't want to... So here's my play like party that. etiquette. Okay. Is after you've played mm-hmm. on, some, on the nice spanking bench or whatever, mm-hmm. clean up after yourself. Absolutely. And that means in most dungeons we go to, nearly all, I would say, have a bottle of a disinfectant yes. and wipes nearby. So spray down your equipment after you've used it. Just like the gym. Just like the gym. So you don't, you know, there's reasons that we Mm -hmm. spray all this stuff down. Um, And another one is to not butt into scenes. Don't ask questions while scenes going on. Don't ask questions of the people in the scene while they're setting up or breaking down or wait till they're away from that space. This can be very, very, very intimate for some people. This can be very, very, um, oh, just intense for some people that are in a scene and they need a chance to, you know, make that connection and spend some time together before, you know, there's plenty of time to ask questions later. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've just, I've, I feel the need to bring that up because I've had people come to me and say, you wouldn't believe what happened to me. You know, we're at a party and someone stopped me while I'm setting stuff up, you mm-hmm. know, or, or whatever. So, you know, wait on the questions. The, the only other play party etiquette that I wanted to mention is, um, um, if, you will go to the pool hall and you're waiting to use a pool table. It's, cu- it's customary, at least it used to be, mm-hmm. to take a quarter or a stack of quarters and put it on the pool table, signifying you would like the next game. Right. There is no such thing no. at a play party, so do not place your toys. Lay them next to the equipment while somebody's using it, right. trying to signify. Or lay it across some toy because you're thinking about using it later. Right. Ugh. Right, so, and probably the last one I can think of off the top of my head is um, keep conversation to a minimum. 
And I feel like I'm actually getting bad at this myself. And yeah. I don't like conversation in a dungeon at all. I like the intense atmosphere. I like the darkness. I like the beat of the music. You know, I like all of that. I don't like conversation. I mm-hmm. don't like laughing. I don't like all of that stuff pulls me out of my headspace. But it's almost become so norm. I find myself doing it too. Yeah. And I've got to stop myself and the person I'm talking to and go, whoop. Let's take this out. There will be a place to speak, a place to talk, a place mm-hmm. to chatter, and there will be a place to play. And right. um, maybe we'll keep the two separated. Yes. Anything else? Basic play party etiquette? That's basic play party etiquette to me. Uh, don't touch what's not yours. Blah, 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 blah. That's the big one. There you go. <laughs> uh, if you would like to remind us of some etiquette we forgot, you can feel free to... Um, this is a horrible segue. You can like us on Facebook. That won't help. <laughs> You can tweet it or tweet about us. And uh, as we mentioned, rate us on the aforementioned iTunes. So, Dawn, uh, let's talk about, let's not talk about something we don't know about with each other, but instead we have a wonderful interview about we do. cuckolding. And they had fun with it, too. It was neat to feel their energy as a couple. So, fabulous cuckolding. Cuckolding. Yes. So, Dawn, as you were just explaining, we don't know anything about this topic. We don't know anything about it. But fortunately, uh, Demo and Ron are joining us. And I think you guys are joining us from Tennessee. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. Fantastic. And you're going to tell us all about the world of cuckolding. Well, we're going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because we have people asking us about it sometimes. And I just I don't know enough about it to give them any info. So hopefully you guys well so hopefully you guys can start off by what the heck is cuckolding? Well, there's there's definitely more than one way, uh, and some people even argue about the definition. Uh, supposedly there's an old definition that says it's specifically a married couple in which the the woman has sex with others, uh, sometimes knowingly, sometimes not. Uh, some people will say it's an old meaning that. In which, if a woman is cheating on a man, she's cuckolding him. Um, the term has definitely evolved. Uh, I mean, like, I, I'm 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 a, I'm sexually submissive. For me, it's just another form of submission. Uh, there are people who enjoy. There are people who identify themselves as being into cuckolding, and it's not about uh, dominance or submission at all. They some people like to simply like to watch their wives with other men, and they call it cuckolding. So. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of variances of the fetish. Okay. Well, I've also heard of the term with this, the, the cuckolding of a bull. Do, do all people that, that practice this have something like that involved? Oh, I'm going to field this one. Okay, good. Um, I'm just stepping this up. That's a common thing that's referenced, and usually it means that the female is looking for a dominant male who is going to be with her in the bedroom, and that's usually to kind of go as a yin-yang with the submissive male. However, that doesn't necessarily run across the board. Um, okay. For instance, I would prefer to have another submissive male because I tend to want to be completely dominant across the board in the bedroom. I don't want to answer to anybody. Right. So when we refer to it, it's a little more of looking for a male who 
in a humiliation sense is more well hung. So a lot of that can be a reference to a bull, or I like to refer to them as a horse because I tend to say that I'm putting on the blinders and they're going where I tell them to. <laughs> so, <laughs> but other than that, there are a lot of women that will enjoy having that bull kind of thing, and that tends to be a catch-all phrase for the additional male is a bull. But it's not necessarily always going to be a dominant male. Yeah, there are... I, I'm submissive to my wife. I, I only submit to women. I do not submit to males. Right. Uh, th there are couples into this in which the male, the, the husband is is sub to both his wife and the one or ones who she's playing with. There are couples who call it cuckolding in which both the man and the wife are submissive to the third that they who they bring in. So yeah, there, there's a lot of ways of doing this. So if I were to walk in on, and let's just talk about the way you guys do it. If, okay. uh, if I were to walk in on a cuckolding session, is it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is it as simple as um, some horse will be uh, making sweet love to Demo while Ron is forced to watch? Yeah, I mean, it's all role play anyway. We're engaging in the role play of me that's to me. That's what being submissive is. It's it's like having a split personality. I I know the things I like, and I know the you know I know things I don't like. And it, it just like I mean, I call them physical or psychological discomforts. Of I don't go around the house with clothespins on my nipples all day. Uh, pain <laughs> is pain to me, but. If, if a woman who enjoys my discomfort causes the discomfort, then that's sex, that's a sexual turn-on for me. Okay. And I would say a good portion, you know, a good majority of the time for your basic cuckolding, what you're looking at would be, yes, there would be another male who I would be in bed with, mm -hmm. and he would be forced to watch, but they're, they're also, just like every fetish in the world, <laughs> there are mm -hmm. lots of variances on that as far as maybe it's something where I'm with somebody and I'm calling him and I'm letting him listen to what's going on because he's not there mm -hmm. or that person is there and I send him to another room and bind him so that he has to listen to what's going on but can't see anything. Right. Um, we've had experiences where I've actually tied him to a chair and made him stare at a computer screen while behind him I was going on about my fun. <laughs> and so there's lots of there are lots of different variants to it that you can really enjoy. It's really kind of how, how far your mind wants to go with it. Jealousy is a psychological difficulty that we enjoy playing with. Cool. So, so I have a, a question then. So, because Dan likes to watch me with other guys, but we wouldn't call ours a cuckolding relationship. So, right. because I'm thinking the main key is is that Ron is forced to watch. Yeah, Whereas, that's what we're engaging in the role play of doing. I think. I think labels are necessary in life for expedience, while at the same time, labels limit. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're the good, like a friend of mine likes to say about everything, the good thing is the bad thing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Now, I can I can see from your point of view where obviously if he enjoys watching you and there's not any real discomfort mentally or emotionally for him, you know, that's that's a really a different dynamic than you're looking at with the cuckolding. Okay. Uh, but with ours, there's a little more, and then you get into kind of some of the forced by aspect where 
a lot of times you have the cuckold who has to do the cleanup afterwards. Okay. So there's there's a little bit more to it depending on the level of involvement of the couple, really. You can be kind of wading into it with dipping your toes in the water, mm-hmm. or you could be all the way into it to the point where he never where the husband never gets to have sex with the wife at all and simply gets to run pretty much fluffer and cleanup duty duty and that's it. <laughs> well, now that sounds hot. Uh, tell me about the cleanup duty. Are we talking about uh, orally cleaning you up? Yes. Yeah. Nice. I guess, <laughs> I, I guess that's not going to happen in our relationship. I, I don't see say, the end doing but, that. But, but I guess we're kinky too because I could see that. Well, that is pretty hot. I could see that. You could, I can well, see you, you no, making someone and, else do that to me. Well, yeah. it's kind of one of those that we also have that level of, you know, with, with adding the forced buy to this particular fetish, you know, he's very uncomfortable with the things that I like to do to him, but at the same time, it really turns him on. So I, if I choose to, I'll use him if, if I'm a little tired or I just want to lay back and enjoy the afterglow, but mm-hmm. I definitely want another round. I'm going to make him perform on the other man so that he's ready to go when I'm ready to go again. Yeah. And that's, so he's cleaning him up. He's cleaning me up and he's pretty much just making sure that everybody's ready for the next round of fun while he has to sit by and watch it all happen again. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we're, we're currently in between partners, but the last time we, the last time we did this, uh, I mean, we, we also engage in chastity play. Uh, she had me locked and I, the last time I, she had me go 18 days without an orgasm. And so I'm, you know, I, I'm horny as hell to begin with. <laughs> And instead of fucking the pussy that I want to, I'm have I'm watching another cop with <laughs> a pussy that my dick wants so badly. So that's that's the kind of difficulty that I mean it that that's just how we're wired. That's what you know. Demo, it, you seem to be enjoying just hearing him talk about that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Demo, from I your think pers- that's how we ended up together was the fact that you know I this is actually kind of a new fetish for me. It kind of he turned me on to it really more than anything else. It was something that was kind of always in me, but I didn't really know what it was. Well, we we had we had both been in relationships that were supposed to have been open and secure, and a lot of things look good on paper until you start <laughs> to engage in them, and mm-hmm. uh, um, you know. Yeah, when, when we, I I I was explained when we met. I explained my interest in this to her more as a warning than anything else. Uh, uh-huh. That this is a major fetish for me, and you know, even if a woman does express interest in it, I've got a you know, I, I've been you know, again, a lot of things sound. It's easy to think about it and fantasize, but you know, actually doing things is messy. It's, it's <laughs> Involves the mm-hmm. difficulty of life. I think he was a little surprised when he explained it to me, and I, it was like a light bulb went on above my head, and my eyes got big and wide, and the grin spread across <laughs> my face, and yeah. I thought, aha, I have well, found the one. <laughs> what was awesome here is I've been in relationships in which the other women were supposed to have been interested in this, and it was never going to happen, and so the longer we're in the relationship, the more frustrated I'm getting because... You know, they they, they wouldn't even, you know, uh, with her, what what was great about her is she actually became more irritable. The longer we went without a play partner, (laughs) she was more more impatient than I was. She was hard to live with, and that was awesome. I mean, for it being that reason, that was great. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it was nice to... Yeah, we we are sexually we are wired, you know, just identically in so many ways. 
So I love the idea that you brought it up, Ron. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. There's some. <laughs> so what would you recommend if to, uh, let's say, somebody listening to this episode that wants to get started? And say they've already had the conversation that both people are into the, the idea of it. What's, what's the next step? I mean, how do you find a um, bull? Good luck. Because uh, <laughs> she'll tell you, uh, I don't know what your experiences are. There are so many time wasters out there. Mm-hmm. There are people who, she can usually spot them just by the, you know, the type of conversation that, that is initiated. But uh, uh, there are so many people who act like they want to be a play partner. And all, all they're really, you know, they're, they're, they're just milking you for, you know, well, what would you do to me? Da 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 da. What would you right. have me do? And then uh, we we practically make side bets on the at which point they're going to fall off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think I would say that for somebody who, for a couple that's really looking into getting into this, um, the key as to pretty much everything, it's communication. Make sure that you've got that really good open line with each other as far as knowing what it is specifically you want. If you finally reach the point where you do manage to have a play situation with another person, I like to have the initial meeting with the person that I'm interested in to see if the chemistry works between myself and that other person. And then I'll make sure that there's a meeting between the three of us to make sure that there is a level of comfort. And if that other person also has a partner, I tend to want to have all of us meet just to be able to sit down, be very clear and direct about what it is that we're looking for, what it is that we're interested in, the exact dynamic that I expect to take place. Um, We'll field some questions from them and see what it is that they're looking for, get an idea to the stability of their personal relationship. And then from there, just kind of, even during play, kind of keep that open line of communication going. Is this, is this okay? Are you feeling all right with this? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong. I think that's a common misconception that if you stop during a scene or a play period of any sort and just ask very quickly, is everybody still on the same page? Are we still all okay? I think a lot of people are really afraid that you're going to take away the chemistry of the moment. But I found that it's a lot harder to deal with the afterburn, as it were, as opposed to going ahead and finding out during the situation if everybody's still on the same track and if it's okay with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, one thing, I mean, we, we're our relationship is open on both ends. Uh, it's just that when it, when it involves her and another male, uh, we, you know, again, we the, the jealousy, jealousy is a difficulty. My jealousy is a difficulty that's a turn on for both of us. Uh, if I'm exercising my end of the open road, we, we, we don't think it's human nature to be attracted to one person all your life. And that's we're just we're just very secure people. And uh, as as someone who mentored me a few years ago taught me, I mean, as, as her and her husband are, you know, if if one wants something, the other wants them to have it. That's to us. That's what love is. And there's a lot of people that'll say that just based on the fact that we have that open relationship, that technically we're not a real cuckold relationship because he does get to have sex with people that he's interested in and we do get to share things and he does get to regularly pretty much have orgasms when we're not in the middle of a cuckold relationship play partnership. So it's kind of one of those things that we, we go with the ebb and flow of what's provided to us and let our fetishes kind of run the course with it. (laughs) We think any, any, we think any one thing all the time would be boring. Sure. Mm -hmm. Is there a reverse version of this where the female 
is the person that's being I've heard of I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. I, I just and, and she we and we even <laughs> we've even considered uh she well we're, we're waiting for the right opportunity, but uh there there's a possibility in the future of her doing this with me with a female. Yeah, which, you do, it doesn't just have to be a male to cuckold with. There are plenty of women out there that he's interested in that aren't interested in him because they're either just not interested or they're lesbians, and they are interested in me, and I would perfectly, I would more than happily enjoy some fun bedtime and let him just have to sit and go, I really wish I could be in the middle of that right yeah. now. I, and I'm, I'm putting Dawn's arm down from her waving me, me, me right now. <laughs> So, uh, one more question for you guys, if you don't mind. Sure. So, Ron, this one's for you, and it's just between you and me and our two or three listeners. Have you ever been in the middle of watching a scene, being involved in a scene, and thinking, man, I'd love to turn the table on Dolly Demo on the, one of these days and make her watch? Uh, she's nodding. Don't even lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I can enjoy something, you know, maybe for the fun, for the smartassness of it or something. But uh, not sexually. Sexually, I'm I'm really submissive. Okay. Uh, being submissive to women is is my turn on. It's really something that I think we have actually discussed. But it's more kind of like a a fun playtime giggle fest sort of thing when it does come up. You know. Yeah, yeah. We we <laughs> joke about everything, but uh, sexually, no. I'm sexually, I'm definitely a submissive. Okay. Well, good deal. Well, guys, thank you very much for uh, being on the podcast tonight. Very much appreciate it. And uh, it's a great opportunity for us to learn some new things as well as uh, our uh, audience. So we very much appreciate that part. Absolutely. Thank okay. you guys for having and, uh, us. Uh, should we share our FetLife profiles? If it's okay like with to. us. If, if people, sure. <laughs> so would that be okay? So if people have questions or such and want to reach out, or maybe they're bulls in waiting. Well, beyond that, there's actually a group that I had on yeah. FetLife, and um, Ron is actually one of the leaders for it, and it's a BBWs who cuckold. So that's a sm that's a kind of a growing community right now that I've been leading into, trying to kind of gather people together who are a little more specific in their fetish. Uh -huh. um, but I'm listed as Demolition Dolly. I'm pretty hard to miss. <laughs> yeah, my FetLife uh, username is Four Voluptuous. Uh, F-O-R-V-O-L-U-P-T-U-O-U-S. Go you, spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool, guys. Thank you very much. Very much appreciate that. And, um... Okay. Rawr. Just fucking <laughs> rawr, okay? Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're Thanks. very much welcome. Want to have your product, event, charity, or service as the first thing listeners hear about on our podcast? Make a donation to the podcast for a 10-second front bump on our show that reaches listeners from around the world. What a bargain! Contact us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Did you know you can buy the new highly acclaimed books, Living MS and Sex Stories and Power Exchange by Dan and Dawn, or support them by buying Erotic Awakening t-shirts, messenger bags, or coffee mugs? All items can be found by simply visiting the Shop and Support page of the Erotic Awakening website. Any dollar and 20 cents we get from anything sold goes directly back into the continuing educational mission of Erotic Awakening, as well as helps pay the rent on the new Gosh Dolly studio. <laughs> Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.